Hello, First Free. This is Kyle, one of your pastors, and it's great to be in the Word with you. Today, we'll be reading Revelation chapter 4. This chapter marks the transition moving from Jesus giving messages to specific churches to now John's eyes being open to the things in heaven that to an extent are veiled for the time being. It gets pretty wild from here, so buckle up. We'll be reading verses 1 through 8. I'll give a few thoughts and then throw a few questions out for us to chew on. Verses 1 through 8. Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same voice I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, come here and I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly I was in the spirit and I saw a throne in heaven and someone sitting on it. The one sitting on the throne was brilliant as gemstones like Jasper and Carnelian. And the glow of the emerald circled his throne like a rainbow. 24 thrones surrounded him and 24 elders sat on them. They were all clothed in white and had gold crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning and the rumbles of thunder. And in front of the throne were seven torches with burning flames. This is the sevenfold spirit of God. In front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass, like sparkling crystal. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes, front and back. The first of these living things was like a lion, the second like an ox, The third had a human face, and the fourth was like an eagle in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings, and their wings were covered all over with eyes inside and out. Day after day and night after night, they kept saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and is still to come. After reading verses like these, chances are you're one of a few people. Person A is like, whoa, that was awesome. What does any of that mean? (laughs) Person B is thinking maybe that you might have a clue as to what some of it means, but you're lost about the rest. Or maybe you're just a person that wonders right now where this is all going. (laughs) Well, while there are multiple takes on who the one seated at the throne is, whether it's God the Father or God the Son, there are some interesting things that I think make things more clear in chapter five and what comes next. But chapter four clearly focuses on God's divinity, his dominion, and the only appropriate response to his reign. Notice the number of times John in the spirit writes about the throne, which points to its royalty or authority or sovereignty. Notice that this one on the throne's appearance is described by things that are beautiful and majestic like jasper and rubies and rainbows and his presence evokes powerful things of nature like lightning flashes and rumbles of thunder. The number of God in Revelation 7 is stated several times and the only thing these elders and angels and other created creatures can do is worship and it doesn't appear like anyone's getting exhausted by it. In this vision, John sees an existence where no living creature can be distracted by anything or anyone. They only see the magnificence of the, of the divine one who has dominion over literally everything. In view of this, my questions for you today are the following. Question one, what do you think is the point of the Holy Spirit showing John all of this imagery? And how might this serve as encouragement to him that he can pass along to the churches that he is writing to?
Question two, how might this chapter be a good reminder that though God's ultimate rule and reign may be veiled in our present meantime, there is a day ahead coming where it will no longer be. It's been great being with you in the Word today. I pray that God has used it to shape the way that you think, live, and love God. Blessings.